This past Sunday, I stated that Jesus was a king coming to die. And I didn't have much time to really uh, go into the implications of that fact. And that's a pretty significant part of Passion Week. So today on Beyond the Notes, we'll talk about that. Well, we find ourselves today between Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday or Resurrection Sunday. And I hope that today's Beyond the Note podcast will be an encouragement to you this week as you prepare your heart for Celebration Resurrection Sunday. So how do you prepare for Easter? I heard that phrase a lot on Palm Sunday. Uh, both, I think I used it myself, as well as I heard Ryan say that. I also heard them referring to that with our concert on Sunday night, our evening of praise, uh, referring to several things during the week and, and preparing our heart. But how do you personally prepare for Resurrection Sunday? Or do you even prepare well, I'd like to share a little bit about what I do, and then we're going to address the question that I started with about Jesus, a king, coming to die. Now, I like to focus on events that would have taken place during that week, that week of Jesus' life, that last week of his earthly life, and think and meditate on those. And using the Gospels, uh, reading through those, uh, those passages that talk about what he was doing during those different days of the week. And sometimes, instead of doing that, I like to focus more on meditating on doctrinal truths. Uh, I'm doing that this week with, uh, with, the, with really the, the doctrine of the atonement and what the cross truly means for us today as believers. But whatever you do, I encourage you to spend time leading up to Easter Sunday morning, focusing in on what Christ has done for you on the cross. And I'll, I'm, I'm going to, hopefully some of the things I share with you will, will give you some ideas of maybe some things you can do. But let me just say this first and foremost, you need to be spending time in the word. You need to be spending time in the word. I can't think of a more practical thing for all of us to say, yes, I, you know, of all weeks, I really need to make sure I'm reading God's word. I'm meditating on God's word. I'm studying God's word. And so I would encourage you to do that as we prepare for Easter. Now, to the statement that I made this past Sunday about Jesus was a king coming to die. I want to take a moment just to ponder really what that means and specifically, and really I can't even go into a, a lot of depth. I just want to focus on one aspect, and that's the aspect of God's love for us. God's love for us. And it's at the point of the cross that most clearly we see the love of God. That's where Jesus, the King, dies. And three things, and we'll look at some passages as we go through this. First thing, at the cross, we see God's amazing love. Consider John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he what? He gave. He gave his only begotten son. That's love. And, and for those of you that are parents, can you imagine the type of love for someone that it would take for you to give a child. And that's the kind of love that God has for his children. That's the kind of love that he demonstrated through the giving of his son, 
Jesus Christ. So the love that we see at the cross was an amazing love. But we also see at the cross his unconditional love. I'm going to turn to Romans chapter 5. And this is, this is one of the passages that I'm spending time looking at this, this week and preparing for, for Easter. And beginning in verse 6, I'm going to read 6, 7, and 8. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, although perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Wow. I just, uh, let's just look at a few things real quick. We see this, this unconditional love that, that Christ has for us, that while we were weak, while we were ungodly, in active rebellion against him, that God, in spite of our weakness, our ungodliness, that Christ died for us. I didn't deserve that. There was not one thing in me that deserved that kind of love, that kind of demonstration of love on the cross. And the more I reflect at what God did for me through his son, Jesus Christ's death on the cross and how undeserving I was and how unconditional his love was for me, it just blows my mind that God showed his love in that type of circumstance. And so just a great reminder of just how unconditional God's love is. But then in that same passage that I just read in verse eight, we read about this sacrificial love that was demonstrated. Verse eight, it said, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for me. Now, a sacrifice is being willing to give up something that you value, something that you care greatly about. And as I mentioned earlier, and I, I kind of alluded to this sacrifice already, God giving his only son to pay the penalty for my sin. I didn't do anything to deserve that. There was nothing in me that, was, that would have said, yeah, I need to do that for this guy because he's a really, really great person. In fact, it's quite the opposite. I was ungodly. I was a sinner, active rebellion against God. And yet in that, there was this willingness to sacrifice his own son for my sin. Talk about amazing love. When you think about unconditional love, there's nothing that the person can do to earn it. And it's sacrificial that it's being willing to pay the highest price ever. That's true biblical love. And that's a love that only could have been demonstrated by God the Father through Jesus the Son. And so I would encourage you, just those three verses, that might be what you want to look at tomorrow in your time alone with God and his word, those. Now, if you want a little extra credit, not extra credit, if you want to go a little bit further, if you keep on reading in that same passage, 9 through 11, 9, 10, and 11, you have a chance to see a little bit more about what Christ accomplished for us on the cross. I won't spoil it. I'll just encourage you to continue to look at that and see the implications. And so when we say that Jesus came into Jerusalem a king, but he came in a king to die, we understand that that was why Christ came into the world as a king, but humbled himself, humbled himself all the way in obedience to death, even death on 
across. I pray you have an amazing Passion Week. I pray that God reveals himself to you through his word, maybe in ways he hasn't before, and that when we gather together on Sunday, it will truly be a time of remembering what God has done for us, his amazing love, and celebrating together our risen Savior, Jesus Christ. That's it for this episode of Beyond the Notes. I look forward to seeing you back here next week.